Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic, host of Bachelor Nation News, coming to you with all of your entertainment content on this Friday the 13th, 2023. Watch out any black cats crossing the street out there. It's a spooky one. Stay safe on your commute home. I've got all of your entertainment news, including a jaw-dropping story of fraud, hoaxes, and deceit with Clayton Eckerd. All that and more on today's Bachelor Rush Hour. We got those smooth songs today. I hope you are getting paid out there. Is everybody getting that bag on this Friday afternoon? Any bonuses we need to speak about? I'll tell you who got that bag. Fellow Californian winner of the Powerball jackpot ticket worth $1.765 billion. You know what's so funny? Whenever there's a jackpot and we get into it, my wife and I always fight over what we would do with the money. She's like, we can't tell anybody. You know, she's always, she's the first one to be like, you know, it has to be a secret. No one needs to know. And then I'm like, well, I'm going to set up a blind trust where I pay off people's, you know, mortgage, you know, no, that's not in, you know, it's like, it's like, honey, what are we doing? We're arguing over what we're going to do with a fictitious sum of money we don't have. You know what I mean? We, you know, we might be doing okay on YouTube, but this billion-dollar California law ticket—that's a different story. We did not, we did not, uh, you know. And she'll be like, "There's a big uh, Powerball. We need to buy three tickets instead of two. And I'm like, "Well, they're basically giving us the money." The second largest prize ever and the fourth billion dollar jackpot in history, all of them sold in the Golden State. That's right. Look, I mean, hey, I don't live too far away from the ticket was sold, but uh, either way, I wasn't going to play those numbers in the first place. But um, yeah, maybe uh, maybe it's a cousin of mine who won the lottery. Maybe I can find out. Are we distant relatives? Do you want to upgrade our power recap studios? So in today's episode, I've got for you the full or at least probably 90% of my YouTube video, which exposes a fraudulent sonogram. Uh, before I get into that, it of course revolves around this paternity scandal that is dealing with Clayton Eckert. He is mounting a what I'm believed to be a giant lawsuit. Now, those are my thoughts, not his. I think he is putting together a giant lawsuit of defamation against this alleged uh uh, soon to be mother of two. Now, when I was speaking with my defamation lawyer, they found it hard to believe that, that she's not pregnant, not because they saw all the evidence, but they're like, why would she lie about this? What's the motive? And I said, listen, you can't take a rational thought and apply it to this case. There is no rational sort of way to think about it. Uh, but either way, we're going to continue to let it all play out. If she has the kids, we will discuss it. As I said, Steve Carbone and I are going to head to the baby shower. We'll be there. She can name the kids Dave and Steve for all I care. She can name it Bruce, Bruce and Susan. Those are the kids. It's a, um, okay. Yeah. Cause she did say it was supposed to be a boy and a girl either way. Yesterday, we got the news that Clayton said he saw the sonogram proving it's fake. And well, rather than taking Clayton's word for it, I went to the lengths to prove that the sonogram is fake. But the question becomes, did Jane Doe fake it or was she the victim of someone else making a fake sonogram? I will provide evidence that you will hear and you could see if you go to the YouTube video. Although I tell you what, I'm going to leave out 
what I believe to be the funniest part of the whole video. You'll have to go to YouTube to watch that if you want to check that out. It is a sad story. It is a strange story. I've had psychologists DM me and say, hey, Dave, be careful. She's clearly mentally unwell, which I fully believe. And that's why we haven't exposed her name. We are more likely or in more, we are in pursuit of Clayton's innocence more than anything, but we are also following the facts. If it turns out she is pregnant with Clayton Swins, we will cross-examine all of the lies he told, and then she can sue him for a fat paycheck. But uh, as we have followed the evidence, it has not proven to point in that direction. All right. Speaking of salacious behavior, we have the first minute leaked by Reality Steve here of FBoy Island Season 3. Let's play that for you. Have a listen to Nikki Glazer, the host of FBoy Season 3, announce the new season, which stars our own Bachelorette, Katie Thurston. Have a listen. Women have been forced to tolerate the manipulative douchebaggery of F-boys for far too long. That's why we're here. Welcome to F-boy Island. These three ladies are looking to find love in this tropical paradise. I know it sounds crazy, but I do hope to find love on F-boy Island. Dating is so hard, but I do think it's possible to find love on F-boy Island. In all my years of dating, I have just chosen F-Boys this entire time. <laughs> there are 21 men, half of them nice guys, the other half self-proclaimed F-Boys. Oh, boys! It's up to these three ladies and you at home to figure out who the F is who. Hey! I don't even know who is who. Rubbing the hands is like an F-Boy <laughs> move. I get Hey! The twist. There's money on the line. Is this a good time for a kid? That's your line? All right, folks, that is going to premiere Monday night. We'll be covering it. FBoy Island is sexier and cooler than Bachelor or Bachelorette, but will it get the ratings? We'll have to see about that. And we are quickly becoming a Taylor Swift fan podcast. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are spending the weekend together. Oh my gosh, can you believe this? Ladies and gentlemen, Travis Kelsey. We thought the other guy won the Powerball. The other guy won $1.7 billion. Uh, Travis Kelsey is winning uh, the, the famed guy who gets to date Taylor Swift. Now, if this doesn't end well, she will have a whole new album about him, which is fine by me. I'm a Patriots fan. If she wants to have an album smash all of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs players, fine by me. But they are going strong. We've learned the two will be spending the entire weekend together after both scored some massive wins this week. Multiple sources familiar with the situation tell TMZ Travis and Taylor will be together this upcoming weekend. Uh, Travis and the Chiefs played Thursday night, so he's got time off. It's unclear if they'll stay in Kansas City. Oh, can you imagine that? Taylor Swift, biggest pop star in the world. Where she's hanging out? Kansas City. Now, not that I got anything wrong with Kansas city but very interesting stuff and um all evidence points to the fact that we need to tax our billionaires more jeff bezos buys a florida neighbor's mansion for 79 million dollars he said i'm all about expansion he's expanding his real estate portfolio dropping eight figures for a sprawling estate in florida's billionaire bunker now look you know me, free capitalist Dave. I'm all about people creating and innovating so that they can have some wealth. But the fact that we don't have a billionaire tax 
at 95%. I mean, it just is insane in the richest country in the world that he can just buy. And, you know, people, you know, you know what's going to be interesting? There's going to be someone out there who's making a minimum, who's making minimum wage who goes, Jeff Bezos deserves it. And it's like, okay, sh- really? You know, I'm all about spreading the wealth here, but that's a little too much if you ask me. All right. Well, do we jump right into it? I think we have to. Um, I guess I should say something quick about Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. Um, just judging from my own energy, I'm finding Golden Bachelor to be refreshing and Bachelor in Paradise to be a little dragged out. I was finding myself nodding off last night. I don't know if that's because Brian Abasolo uh, did chiropractory work on my neck and I was feeling a little tired, which by the way was fantastic. If anyone's in the Los Angeles area, if any, and this isn't an advertisement, but if anyone's in the LA area and has back pain or hip pain or neck pain or some sort of pain that the the medical community hasn't been able to work with, he doesn't just do chiropractory, folks. He was laying me down on like this little bed that was slowly, like very slowly pulling my neck in the perfect direction for like a half an hour at a time. It would like pull it, then release it, then pull it. Like, you know, 10 pounds of pressure, very calm stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, this guy, I'm going to be going to Brian Abasolo more often. Dr. Brian, Dr. Abs, as you know, I said, he's Dr. Abs, I'm Mr. Belly. And together, uh, we're fighting crime. Uh, but uh, I'll have more information about my time using, and of course, if you don't remember, Brian Abasolo, uh, uh, married to Rachel Lindsay, moved his practice from Miami to California. And that's why I was late yesterday making it to the live streams because I went to the other side of town. And let me tell you something, folks, when you go to the other side of town, it's going to take you a little time to get home at rush hour. All right. And speaking of rush hour, Bachelor Rush Hour is sponsored by HelloFresh. This fall, HelloFresh is here to take the work out of eating well. Reach your goals with delicious, calorie-smart, and protein-smart lunch and dinner options, plus new vegan recipes, too. Oh, you know our audience, a whole bunch of vegans out there can't handle some protein. Or You know, there's protein in vegan food. I know. Don't get your broccoli twisted. I I like a good vegan meal myself. Uh, But either way, whether you're a vegan or protein-heavy or Mediterranean, they've got all the options. We know HelloFresh takes the hassle out of meal time. But did you know it's going to save you a lot of money? 25% less than takeout. And you know, they sent it to me. And when they, when you get the HelloFresh, you pick your meals, you go on the website, you pick what you want. And then afterwards, they literally mail it to you in a uh, recyclable cooler. It's pretty cool stuff. So you can go check it out. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50 rush hour and use code 50 rush hour for 50% off meals plus free shipping again hellofresh.com slash 50 rush hour for 50% off meals plus free shipping America's number one meal kit all right well here it is here's what Clayton had to say yesterday on his Instagram stories I'm going to follow it up with all of the evidence I have to prove the sonograms are fake folks have a listen if you want you can go watch it on YouTube here it is let me make this short and simple update time um this individual that was supposed to submit a sample, their second sample, after the first sample came out, so little to no fetal DNA, they were supposed to submit a second sample yesterday. It was confirmed they never showed up and submitted a sample. That person, Jane Doe, did not submit the second sample of information that will then prove whether or not he is the father you know, to a 99% degree, or whether or not there was no fetal DNA. The first sample showed no fetal DNA. Could have been in a missed sample. Could maybe they have gotten the wrong. I don't know. I'm not a medical expert. She has said, and to be fair, because people like I, the one thing I think people have said about our channel is that we're trying our best to be fair. To be fair, I received an email 
from Jane Doe that said she did not get her second sample, but she's planning on doing it this coming Monday. She was sick. She had to meet with a different doctor. She's planning to do that this coming Monday. I'm willing to hold off to wait for the results of that second sample to further discuss it. But in the meantime, let's finish what Clayton had to say. So I wanted to put that out there so everyone's aware. It never showed up. Beyond that, I found out this morning, this individual sent me an email last week uh, and showed me the ultrasound video. Um, I already had my suspicions because, again, I already knew that this was not real. Um, and this morning I found the YouTube video that this woman ripped the video from. So she took the ultrasound from a, a YouTube clip from six years ago. That is also confirmed. I put them side by side. They are the exact same video. This is the craziest thing I've ever been a part of. Um, I just ask that people cover the truth at this point. I've lost out. I just got a call, call this morning. I lost out on another speaking engagement. I've lost out on tens of thousands of dollars. So hopefully the truth will now get out and save me. Uh, you can hear from Clayton's voice, from the timber in his voice, that he is done playing games. Uh, my guess would be that he's mounting a large lawsuit because he is showing that he's proving that he uh, is not only being talked about in a way that's not right, but he's proving uh, at least he's acquiring the evidence that he is losing money and losing livelihood based on what he believes to be a lie. So he claims that this sonogram right here, twin boy gender at 13 weeks, he claims that this information was uh, taken from her. Now look, two different uh, sonograms side by side. Who are we to say which is which? So that one, baby B, baby A, as shown here, is three minutes long. The sonogram we have from Jane Doe right here is 38 seconds long. What is problematic about this sonogram, and again, we're going to show that she denies that this is from her, and she believes that this sonogram was created by one of her exes who is vindictive and out to get her. I'm going to show you the paper trail that proves probable, probably that she is not telling the truth there. So this is her sonogram. We see baby B, baby A, and you go, well, it's not exactly the same. I mean, it's got a completely different header. I've taken out her name here, but I will tell you this on the unredacted version of her name, she uses her first name and then her last name. And anybody who works in the medical field has uh, informed me that it is standard to use last name than first name. That alone would probably prove that this video is doctored. But then over here, we look at this time code. And also, it's, it's almost too white. Everything else is kind of like, you know, it's like a very like white header. But, you know, that's something I can't prove. But if we look over here on the top right, we see that the time code is not moving. And, I, and I've had people go, well, Dave, you know, maybe they took the still of the time code and then the video and you go, okay, well, it's getting a little wild out here. So what I'm gonna share with you right now are both sonograms side by side. And then I'm gonna share with you afterwards Jane Doe's denial that she created this sonogram. And then after that, I'm gonna show you the evidence that I've seen because we're just looking for the facts here, that ties this sonogram, this doctored fake sonogram to her. Because it's not just important to show that the sonogram is doctored, fake, fraudulent, and all these things. It's important to show that she shared that with others in the belief that it was hers. 
So now what we're gonna do is go to Patreon mode. This is the mode, let me switch my camera here. This is the mode that I go to when I share um, uh, widescreen coverage of what we're talking about. And I'm gonna share with you um, full screen coverage right now of my editing software, Adobe Premiere Pro. This editing software, I'm able to show the left side, which is the six-year-old ultrasound, the right side, which is Jane Doe's ultrasound. And what I want you to be looking for right here is the color-coded differences between what is um, Jane Doe speaking. Uh, she's right here in blue on the bottom here, if you can see this. I'm trying to pull it up. She's right here, Jane Doe, but right down here, is blue and that is the original ultrasound. So blue which is highlighted is the one on the left. Jane Doe is the one on the right, right here. So you're gonna see the difference. Why do I show you the difference? Well, the original being three minutes long plays out. Hers is cut up. So what I did is I cut up her ultrasound. And again, this might be very specific and, and you know, but I think a lot of people will respect this right now. I cut up her ultrasound. We did this back in the day when we covered Johnny Depp v. Amber Heard because during the Johnny Depp v. Amber Heard trial, there was a lot of manipulation of evidence. I got a lot of hate because I covered this. But what happened was Amber Heard was interviewed by NBC. They took interviews that they did with Amber Heard. They edited it in a certain way so that it would play to one audience on their morning TV. And then they edited it in another way so it would play differently in the evening. And people, I mean, I had real housewives of New York DMing me. Everyone wanted to get on that story because people were saying, well, they always edit things. They didn't edit it for time. They edited it for content. National Broadcasting Company did this. It is deceitful. And it is why people don't believe the news when things are edited and manipulated that way. So I already knew I could do this. And I said, well, what if I apply that sort of logic that I did with an interview, which was way more complicated, to something very simple like this? Now, I want you to know, I added the music. Okay, this is music that I added. What you're seeing here is the start of the video on the left that says twin gender seen at 13 weeks. That's the left and that's the right. So what I did right here in this moment is I synced them up perfectly. And you might say, how could you sync them up perfectly? I am going to overlap them on top of each other so you see that it is one cohesive heartbeat. This might sound redundant, folks, but I don't want there to be a shadow of a doubt that I didn't do my research here. So here they are. And this says sync begins. Let's put it to fit it right here. So this is where the sync begins. I will label where the sync ends. We're watching it. It ends right now. Oh, excuse me. You see the placenta on both sides hits at the same exact second. And that's where the sync begins. And the sync ends right here. Now the video on the left shows that baby B is there and points out and now it syncs again. So she edited out this part right here. She edited it out, I don't know why, but she edited out Baby B. Maybe because there's the, um, there's the uh, uh, little uh, mouse code there. Maybe she didn't want that involved. And again, I say she, it could have been someone else. Again, it might not be Jane Doe, we're gonna get into that. So the sync ends, the sync comes back, Baby, baby A on both sides perfectly. And now it's synced, and now Baby B comes back. I mean, I got this down to the frame that has it exactly, exactly the same. And I'm showing you the full video. Then the sync ends. We see the left. Now the sync comes back one more time. 
So what she did here is she edited out the part where Baby B is a boy. She claims that she's got a boy and a girl. And this six-year-old ultrasound is two boys. So Baby B is a boy. She got rid of that. And then the sync comes back again one final time right there. Very clearly see it, no time code moving, sync again, sync ends on her end. And then the video on the left goes on into more detail, baby A, baby B sitting on A, baby B is a boy. So this is somebody's children. Most likely there are six year olds walking around and we're looking at them right now, that's them. Now what I'm gonna do at the end of this video, stick around, I wanna get to this part in a second, but I'm gonna give you the final evidence that shows right here, I overlay the right video. I, I change it to 50% opacity, which means I make it transparent so that you can see that they line up directly on top of each other. I will show that to you at the end of this video. I'm just gonna save that because I wanna get to this next part real quick where we prove that Jane Doe is tied to this video. So that's where we were at. That's the full video there. Let's go back to our normal text here. This is the email I got. I hate to throw the threat of lawsuit in again, but I saw on Reddit that you are looking for an expert to review my sonogram. It's highly illegal, a HIPAA violation for you to be wanting to share anything related to my health without my permission, which again, that's not entirely true. Actually, it's not really true at all. That's for medical professionals not to share, let alone trying to share it with strangers on the internet. She says, I suggest that you delete that post in any evidence you are trying to gather. So she's suggesting that I delete, that I stop trying to gather evidence. Uh, again, I don't consider myself an investigative journalist, but in this instance, we are. In this story, we are an investigative journalist group. I've got my folks over on Reddit, the Goose Gang. Thank you so much for all of the evidence you've helped me with. They don't wanna be public, they're completely anonymous. Uh, people thought I haven't wanted to share and credit them. Nobody wants to get a lawsuit, I understand that. So she says, you do not have my permission to be sharing phone calls, medical records, et cetera, with your public audience. I have shared them with you simply to keep you, uh, simply so you keep them in mind with your audience, not so you can analyze them. Which by the way, who shares evidence that they don't want analyzed or held up to scrutiny? We shared her evidence in good faith. Because as you might remember, last week while I was in the Maldives on vacation, she said, you're only sharing Clayton's side of the story. You're not sharing my side of the story. And I said, I'll share your side of the story. People are telling me that she's playing me like a fiddle. I'll share your side of the story. We will take your evidence in the court of public opinion here and get it somewhere where that if you further delete it or move it, we'll have the timestamps. And all. like, I can take my videos down, but they still exist privately for me. So even for the videos of hers that I've taken down, uh, it is evidence that exists out there. So I responded to her and I said, hey, Jane, Please let me know. I just want to make sure someone isn't floating around doctored or false ultrasound sonograms of yours. Is this the sonogram you've referenced of yours that you don't want shared? Cheers, Dave. And then I didn't underline this. I'm underlining this for you for, to show the timestamps. I shared the sonogram. I said, is this yours? She says, no, that's not mine. She then further went on to email me, which I'm not going to share with you, and say, was this the doing of... Uh, of the guy who, she, she said his name, we'll call him Gary, that's not his name, but she said, was this the doing of Gary? He's trying to make fake doctorate evidence so I'm not believable, this and that. And I said, no, I don't know. I said, I don't know who's the doing this, I, I, you know, this was being passed around. I don't know who this is from. Well, we found out. We found out 
who the initial ultrasound is from, and I'm going to share that with you. And again, I want to remind people, I'm not trying to give away all my cards here, but I've been making disclaimers. I've been sharing my opinions. I've been leaving out her name. And I don't believe I've had to do that when sharing the truth. Now, she could claim that this is an invasion of her privacy, but right here she claims it's not hers. So I can't be violating any sort of HIPAA rules, which again, I'm not, but I can't be doing that if it's not her document what to, or not her ultrasound. What I can be doing is trying to find out whose it is. So what I did was I reached out to people that she sent it to. This is an email proving the sonogram was sent from Jane Doe. I deleted all of her information here, but what we see is the sonogram 9-5-23. That is the same sonogram from right here. I will show that evidence to prove that. And you might say, well, Dave, anyone can label something sonogram 9-5-23. When I clicked on it, it popped up the same sonogram. It's, so you have to trust me on that. I'm not going to share all of that because a lot of that's not redacted. You just have to trust me. If I was ever sent to court to show all of this, I've got clear paper trails. Uh, it is as bulletproof as can come. What we have here is, so you might say, well, just because she sent this to people to prove to them privately, and I want to let you know something. She didn't send this ultrasound necessarily to me. She didn't send it to me because she knows I've been sharing these things publicly. She sent it to people that might talk about it, but not show the proof which to me shows that she wants people to remain quiet, but doesn't want her evidence publicly analyzed. That, my friends, is a red flag. You can't have it both ways. But you might say, Dave, this is an invasion of privacy if she didn't send the email to you. Here's what she has. She's got a Dropbox that she's created that shows all of the evidence. I don't want to scroll through it because I don't want to give her information away. She's got voicemails, uh, Clayton uh, defaming her, according to her, uh, Clayton spreading lies. She's got the ultrasound right there. This is on her Dropbox. And you might say, Dave, just because it's on her Dropbox doesn't make it public. I totally understand. When you click on it, you can see right here, it is a QuickTime movie from her Dropbox. Well, this information from her Dropbox, she shared. She shared the link of this Dropbox to everybody on Reddit. And you might say, well, that might not be her who posted on Reddit. It goes down the hole and down the hole and down the hole. How far down do we have to go? It is her. She has deleted her account. She has responded as herself, which we have screen grabs and evidence that it is her. She is the woman who shared this right here a URL link to her Dropbox in Reddit. And Reddit's not a private community. At least this Reddit isn't. You don't need a username to go see this. Anybody on the internet could go to her Dropbox, Dropbox and see that she created or that she had this fraudulent sonogram. Could she claim? I thought that was mine. I didn't look too closely. It was sent to me by an ex. I mean that would be a pretty lousy and you know faulty claim to make. So when we covered this case, and we've got videos we've taken down because she claimed that the evidence we shared was sealed. She didn't claim it wasn't true. She claimed it was sealed. We showed court documents that showed fraud and deceit. 
that were the allegations being made by the, I guess, petitioner in those court documents that in previous cases, this wasn't Clayton's, but in previous cases, they proved uh, that the ultrasound showed could be reversed image search to a blog from like 2015, completely separate case. So when Clayton says he's got evidence that this case is uh, a copycat case and she's done it in the past and he's innocent. When we actually look at the evidence that has come out publicly, it shows that in this case, Clayton's not lying. Now, I understand some aspects of this piece of content I shared with you would be more suited to the YouTube versus the just audio only medium we have here on Bachelor Rush Hour. But I wanted to share with you what I had, uh, what I have believed to be my attorney defamation foolproof content. So there might be some parts where you're kind of not understanding what's going on. You can go check out the YouTube video if you want to leave a comment over there. Uh, but I wanted to make sure that I was covered. As you know, I've had to deal with some uh, threats of lawsuits and this and that. Well, after I shared some negative reviews we got from some folks, which in, you know, in most cases, when I get a negative review, sometimes it's constructive, but sometimes it's just angry people. It usually leads to you guys sending us great reviews, which I wouldn't care if it was just about patting myself on the back. I might do that for my amazing thumbnails, but it's more so because it helps the algorithm when it comes to getting the podcast into new people's homes, onto new phones, which again, is just putting more bread on the table for my family. Well, you guys delay delivered. Motivational interspersed with pop culture was a nice review from Lineco. Deeply unhappy with my job and career, but I'm making some notes and plans to change that are mainly due to your pep talks about doing what you feel passionate about. I live in the central time zone, and although I work from home, I save your daily podcast until the end of my workday to recalibrate. I ran the Chicago Marathon yesterday and tweaked my knee at mile 16, so ran an hour plus longer than I planned. I saw so many singlets that had D-Neals, and I couldn't figure out why you. Although a power Recap had a hashtag official charity. Turns out it was hashtag endals, which is to end Alzheimer's. My delirious almost six hours of running and limping totally laughed when I figured it out at mile 25. Thank you for your reporting, humor, and solid fair takes on pop culture and the world at large. Well, thank you so much and congratulations on running the Chicago Marathon. And thank you to M. Pill Green and Casey Coots, who both left five star reviews. I appreciate you. Um, M. Pill Green said, I found Dave Neal on the YouTube and quickly found him so fun to listen to. I then joined his Patreon and I've enjoyed watching him prepare for his podcast. I cannot wait. It is going to be so good to get to hear him on audio only because I know he has so much more interest, interesting things to talk about. So thanks for all of those nice reviews. I really appreciate it. We will have a Driving with Dave up tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to go film it right now. I am actually pretty late to getting there. So going to run out of here, but I am so appreciative of all of you guys listening and all of your support. You know, times that can be sort of lonely when I'm a part of this news story and it can be a little weird and feels a little strange to be threatened with lawsuits. So that's why nobody's talking about it. But I appreciate that you have all had my back, joined Patreon, donated, all those types of things. Thank you all so much. It does not go unnoted. It helps fuel my creativity. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Next week, I'm letting you guys know here first, I will be interviewing Clayton Eckerd in Scottsdale, Arizona on Driving with Dave. So make sure you're subscribed to that if you haven't already. We will have that up next week. I'm also interviewing Rodney. I've got Serene Russell on the way and so much more. Thanks to you guys. Thanks for all the support. Have a good weekend. As always, I've been Dave Neal and this was Bachelor Rush Hour. Bye.